Welcome back to the Underground. This is episode 53. My name is David. I'm running solo again. Joseph still got family in town. And I just had a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, This will not be as long as our other episodes usually are. Um, But there were a few things that I, uh, for the sake of time, uh, needed to... Uh, needed to get to so uh first of all if you listened to uh the last episode that would be 52 uh i talked about conscientious objection and one of the people that i talked about was a man named desmond doss he was a uh, combat medic in uh the army during world war ii And there was a movie made about him, I think it was in 2016. Now, at the time of recording that, I had not watched the movie. But as soon as I had finished editing and getting everything uploaded, I actually went ahead and watched it. Because all of the articles and things that I had been uh, reading about getting ready for episode 52 made me way more interested in people from our past who have held uh, moral objections to different things that uh, was being imposed on them by the state. So, of course, Desmond Doss uh, was one of these people, though his was a little bit different. He, uh, from what I know, and I actually, I put his, uh, I guess his biography is what it would be considered because I don't he didn't write it so it wouldn't be auto. Um, I put his biography in my Amazon wish list and I'm planning on reading it at, at this point probably in 2022. Um, but I just I kind of find the subject really interesting and so I wanted to spend some more time going over that. So I, I did want to talk about Hacksaw Ridge for a minute, but before I do, of course I have to shill for the channel since. Uh, Joseph isn't here today so thank you all for uh, being uh, supporters of the show I know that uh, some of you have been sending me articles have been asking us to cover different things if there's anything ever uh, that you find to be interesting whether that's a clip whether that's a news article whether that's a story you feel like it's not getting enough attention let us know uh, we'd love to do our best to try to dig into that and uh, keep an eye on uh, the different stuff that's going on in the world. And, you know, there's a lot of it, and Joseph and I are still both working full-time jobs, so we don't always have uh, all the time in the world to get to these things, which is one of the reasons the value for value system is so important. Um, the only other thing that I'll ask, um, since I am in control of this segment this week, if anyone who hears this will do uh, Joseph and I a favor and head over to our YouTube page and subscribe if you haven't uh, and if you have subscribed go ahead look through our videos and if you haven't liked any of them yet do that uh, also there's a, a bell in there that uh, if you click it you get updates whenever we upload a new video so that uh, you can um, like and do all the stuff uh, you know don't forget to comment and Listen, the only reason we ask this, and I I try not to put it on the videos 
because I just, I hate the flow of it, of trying to like stop in the middle of whatever the video is and be like, hey, do all, do all this stuff for us. Um, so I do it on here and then try to get you guys to go and take care of it on another, on, on YouTube. Uh, but it's, it's really great, especially the earlier on you do it, uh, when a video is released on YouTube, it just helps, uh, the algorithm push it into more people's faces, essentially. Um, it, you know, the, the more traction that it gets, the more, uh, of a chance it has to get recommended on someone's page who's looking at similar stuff. So because we cover a lot of social stuff and then also a lot of entertainment type stuff, um, depending on the video, it'll get pushed in different places. So, uh, thank you guys so much for doing all of that. And now we're going to kind of jump into it. So let's talk about Hacksaw Ridge for a minute. Um, I, I think at some point I'm going to write out a, uh, a review of this uh, for the channel. Um, but just basic thoughts. I mean, it's a good movie. It's solid. There's there's not a whole lot that I would say from a story perspective I have any issue with, uh, which obviously helps when you're talking about a real-life story. Now, once I finally read his biography, Desmond Doss's biography, that might change. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, a competently made movie. I mean, Mel Gibson is a competent director, uh, despite some of his crazier tendencies, I guess. Uh, but not bad. Uh, not not a bad movie. It didn't feel like it was... Uh, a, I think the movie runs about nearly two and a half hours, which it flew by, honestly. I uh, They do... I, I think they do a pretty good job of letting the characters spend time with each other before the big uh final action-packed scene at the uh it's about the last hour of the movie or so um i think that they probably could have done a better job explaining desmond uh desmond doss's motivation for why he was um against violence essentially so he wouldn't touch a gun. That was kind of his big thing. He was Seventh Day Adventist, and because of some of the things that happened in his life, he made a, a promise to God, essentially, that he would never touch a gun. And it's it's pretty great. Um, they do a really good job, um, I think, of not glorifying uh, the military and really showing sort of the uh, the gaslighting that is usually swept under the rug when uh the military is involved in in hollywood stories and so i thought it was kind of cool to see that it's like what some of the main antagonists in the movie are his commanding officers people that he respectfully uh doesn't listen to so you know they're like well you have to pick this up we're you know we're not going to let you go on leave if you don't um you know touch this rifle and show us that you can handle it and so they really kind of treat him like trash and he stays strong through the entire thing um i uh i would probably have to watch it one more time to really get into the details of some of it but i mean the acting's good i think um andrew garfield does a pretty good job as desmond doss um he's likable i think occasionally he might go a little too hard into the southern hillbilly uh persona if you will but not bad not not a bad movie uh i I definitely would recommend it if you haven't seen it i think if anything uh getting some sort of idea of the story of desmond doss is fantastic 
So, you know, highly recommended. Uh, and we're going to jump into the next subject, which is, oh man, it's, uh, it's pretty unfortunate. Um, Netflix has gotten another one, guys. Unfortunately, it's time to pour one out for Mega Man. The Blue Bomber has been scooped up by Netflix, and it looks like that he is getting, I believe, a movie. But we'll jump into this and see exactly what is going on. So, from Bounding into Comics... Mega Man live action adaptation reported excuse me reportedly headed to Netflix. Uh, so according to new report the definitive definitively unasked for western live action adaptation of everyone's favorite super fighting robot Mega Man is headed to Netflix. So I, I'm not going to go too much into this entire article. Uh, it, it gives kind of a history of the I guess the potential for a live action Mega Man movie which again I I think they're right no one no one's actually asking for this uh, but yeah and, and there's not a lot of details about it uh, there seems to be um, let's see oh so yeah Mega Man was caught up in a lot of the issues with uh, Disney buying out Fox so as Capcom assures fans that the film was still in production and in January of 2020, it was revealed that the Batman writer Matt Tomlinson was attached to write the live-action Mega Man, though no word was mentioned. Uh, so we're still not 100% sure what they're going to be doing with this. It doesn't even give us an idea of whether uh, Mega Man will be a live-action TV show like Cowboy Bebop was turned into, or if we'll get a movie like Death Note was. Uh, Netflix obviously does not have a great track record adapting live-action fan-favorite properties, uh, so different IPs. Yeah, Death Note, uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, Castlevania turned out really good. I don't know how... I, I honestly don't know how Castlevania managed to slip through all of this uh because that show's pretty good um what what uh, what other stuff if they ruined oh well they they have the rights to um oh shoot what's that anime that every uh one piece which has like a thousand episodes of the anime <laughs> don't i've i've uh, watched maybe three or four episodes back in high school when it was on uh toonami or something like that but i you know i'm Anime is not my forte. Uh, I, I know enough, and I did watch uh, a few different things when I was in high school, but ever since then, it just it hasn't really been uh, big on my radar. So if we do have any uh, massive anime nerds out there and you can uh, talk more about how awful it was that they... Um, that, that Netflix is scooping up all these animes to make live action uh, shows out of it. Let me know. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about it. So, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, it, okay, so this this could be a film. It says, though the film is still uh, against fans' most 
fervent prayers and wishes apparently in production the film was not included in netflix's november 30th announcements of their 2020 slate of genre titles uh thus as noted by uh whatever proto dudes rocket man corner uh the film, if it does manage to come to fruition, will likely not be released until 2023 at the earliest. So you at least have a year to mourn <laughs> the loss of Mega Man. Uh, as of writing, Mega Man's production has not been confirmed by any of its allegedly involved parties, nor have any plot details about the film been made public. An unsurprising silence uh, given uh, its still uncertain status. So yeah, uh, I don't know, guys. Um, hopefully, this doesn't ever end up coming into fruition. But I saw this, and you know, I, I've always liked Mega Man. I'm I'm not like a a, a super fan of this uh, property. Uh, to be fair, I guess it's hard to be a super fan of anything nowadays because everything just seems to to be ruined. Uh, you know, um, they haven't, as far as I know, they haven't gotten to the Ninja Turtles yet. But I know it's coming, and I don't count. Those, I mean, those, uh, those remakes that came out uh, a few years ago, the Michael Bay produced ones, uh, are bad for sure. But it's not on the the level of bad that this new stuff is because they use everything to you know preach the message. Um, your intersectionality, man. Uh, uh, Mega Man has to be non-binary or whatever, right? Instead of it being about making good stories and and again sticking true to the lore right it's just about a robot and i you know uh it's funny i wish i knew more about this because uh, i've always listened to colin moriarty talk about how he thinks he could have written a really good um mega man property and who knows uh at some point they might run enough of these into the ground uh that people will be able to start buying them up you know a bunch of unknowns i uh, might get a hold of uh cowboy bebop might get a hold of mega man and i you know maybe we'll actually get something good out of them or at the very least they can keep garbage versions of these things uh, from coming out so yeah it kind of sucks i um uh, i don't know i don't <laughs> I, I don't even know what a live action version of this would look like. I, I don't see how you could make a, a movie that's live action about Mega Man and make it look good. Uh, to be fair, I, I didn't think Sonic, well, it didn't at first. You know, the fans had to lose their minds about it. But I, I never thought that Sonic uh, could be done either, and they managed to figure out a way to do that. But this is still, this is different. We'll see. Uh, you know, if you guys have hope for it, if you have thoughts on how this uh, this could turn out, uh, let me know. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll obviously we'll stay updated on this as as things come about. We we you know we may not hear about this again until next year, maybe maybe the year after. So it's a little bit of a ways off, but you know you might as well just let it go now. <laughs> it's. It's over for some of these properties, guys. I, I hate to say it, and Netflix seems uh, hell-bent on bringing about the end of so many people's uh, favorite uh, favorite shows, favorite characters. You know, I, I, ha I got an episode and a half into the live-action Cowboy Bebop, and I have not been able to watch any more of it. I just, 
I have not been able to bring myself to do it. Uh, it was It's hard enough right now. I'm trying to catch up on all of the Marvel stuff that I've missed. Uh, Black Widow is a trash movie, by the way. It's so bad. Uh, I would I do a video on that, but Mahler, who I've talked about on the show quite a bit, has a great, very detailed breakdown of that movie. So you can go look up his video if you wish. I might, if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes. If you want to see like a very, very detailed breakdown of why Black Widow is so bad, and if you don't want to watch his super detailed uh, review of that, I'll just I'll throw a couple examples at you, and um, you'll be able to see it. Uh, it's it's not good. <laughs> In almost any way, um, which is really sad. I think you know Marvel's Marvel's lost its touch, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Spider Man's going to make a lot of money. Um, I actually bought my tickets for that today, and the theaters were nearly all sold out. We're going to a completely random theater that uh, I've never been to before because it was the only place we were able to get enough seats. So yeah, uh, Spider Man will make. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Spider-Man makes a billion dollars. Not even lying. I, I think that movie is going to do very well. Uh, it, it will absolutely demolish all of the other uh, movies in Phase 4. Um, I also haven't watched Hawkeye yet, which I'm planning on doing. I well, I can only take so much cringe at a time. And uh, unfortunately, it seems like just about everything nowadays is so bad. I mean... I've talked about it a little bit on the show before, but I've just been going back and watching old movies. You know, stuff that uh, was created by people who just wanted to make good movies. And um, if you haven't seen Predator, or if you haven't seen it in a while, highly recommended. It's an excellent movie. Uh, so are both of the Terminators, the only two, Terminator and Terminator 2. Um wasn't a big fan of Predator 2. People seem to have a soft spot for that movie. Um, I don't think it's good, but, you know, everybody has their... Uh, those movies that, like, we all kind of know aren't bad, or, excuse me, that we all kind of know are bad, but we still love them anyway. Um, and just despite their faults and their failings, they're still just something that, uh, that attaches us to those movies. Um, and that's kind of what's so great about... Uh, movie criticism and and breaking that kind of stuff down is that you know uh you know there there are things that could even be sort of uh, massive plot holes in movies that people still just love and and that's completely fine but you know sometimes you got to accept that the thing that you like might not be as good as you actually think that it is from an objective perspective so all right, well, let's get on to this other story. Uh, I'm sure some of you have heard about this by now, but HBO Max recently released a, uh, a new show uh, called Santa Inc. <laughs> and uh, it has been getting absolutely obliterated. Uh, just review-wise, uh Man, I'm gonna pull up uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, if I can actually spell Rotten Tomatoes, here we go. Um, so if you don't know, this new show, Santa Inc., is essentially uh, a claymation 
adult comedy based around Santa and his elves. Santa Inc. It's still here. Okay. I had heard that maybe they had taken it off of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, did they? Wow. Okay, so um, Santa Inc. was on Rotten Tomatoes. It was sitting at about a 3% reviewer score, and it's no longer there. There is no longer anything there. It still has the cast. Uh, it says, so here's the, the series info. It says, Candy Smalls, the highest ranking female elf in the North Pole, sets out to become the first woman Santa Claus in the history of Christmas. Um, and of course, it it should be clear just by that little bit what, uh, what you're getting yourself into. Um, but you know what? I'm going to do something that uh, won't always happen on here. And I, I'm going to let you guys listen to the trailer. Uh, it, it Guys, it's bad. Yeah. You're about to be in for something. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've watched this a couple, a couple times. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Let me, uh, wasn't ready for that. Um, all right. Here is the trailer for Santa Inc. When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day. And that day is Christmas. And we are the magic behind that day. So let's get these kids some presents. Bravo! May I present the hardest working man in snowbiz? Good golly, he's jolly. Our own Santa Claus! Hey, hey, Merry Christmas. Whoa, you're on my naughty list. Good news, sir. More American kids believe in you than they do in vaccines or the Holocaust. That's great. I mean, disheartening for America, but great for us. I'm here from the North Pole Times. Have you decided who will succeed you as Santa Claus? Subtext, Santa's old and knocking on death's door. You. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, good, good question. I'll give it some serious thought. Ha ha ho ho Bye. There have been many Santa Clauses throughout history. Some were loved, others loathed. But the position of Santa has mostly been a white man's game. Exactly, it's crazy things have got to change my advice to you is oh if i die get rid of my porn i want to be the next santa if this is your dream you have to at least make your case bitch you gotta get intimate with that jolly bitch bitch i know you're right but do you really have to call me bitch every time you say something yes bitch because it's empowering to call you bitch bitch Let's go over what we know. Santa and the board are all male and all white. They play golf, drink, smoke cigars, say things like, don't ever marry your mistress. Just so you know, the women of the North Pole make fun of one of your dicks. Have fun wondering whose it is. What I need to learn is how to grow out with these guys. You know, shoot the shit, do shots, shoot shots of shit. <laughs> She has ideas, but can she really be the face of Christmas? Ah! 
or die trying. Merry Christmas and to all a kick-ass night! Oh man, I'm actually going to have to edit <laughs> a lot of that trailer. Uh, I, I did not realize how much language was, was in that, so... Um... Thanks, guys. I'll uh, I'll be spending a little extra time editing this episode. Um, but yeah, you you get the idea. It's uh, it's essentially all of the uh, Hollywood elite. Oh, excuse me, the Hollywood elite talking points. We've got um, you know, they're <laughs> now obviously I haven't seen the show, right? But they're like, oh, white white men have always run Christmas, which is really. Uh, an interesting thing considering that, well, you know, Santa Claus, who is white, I mean, he's based off of uh, St. Nicholas, who was also a white man. Um, but it's it's just, they don't even sound like they're having fun making this. It, it, it's very much like, uh, oh, congratulations, Santa. All of the people in America, all the children believe in you more than they do in vaccines or the holocaust and you're like come on like that's not funny right and this is from i i haven't watched it obviously uh but the from what i've heard all of the punchlines are essentially just talking points so they're not even really punchlines in the show it's all just in the uh effort to preach at people or to dog whistle to people about uh their their morality i guess or whatever their uh woke agenda or whatever the case may be uh with this with the show um it looks like trash uh you know they got rid of the dislike button right before this trailer dropped and i think last time i checked this thing this thing uh was sitting at uh a crazy amount of dislikes I'm gonna I'm gonna check real quick because if you didn't know, they, there is a way to continue to get your uh, dislikes. There's a um, an extension you can get for Chrome, um, and it may work on Brave browser and some of the other uh, web browsers as well. I haven't I actually haven't taken the time to to look, but it, it it definitely works on the Chrome browser. And I'm gonna pull this up real quick and just see what. Um, excuse me. Okay, so <laughs> it's kind of appropriate. It's sitting at 169,000 dislikes to 4,000 likes. So all of the people who worked on this show and their family members liked it. And uh, everyone who understands the cringe trash that is Santa Inc. disliked it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just... I, there's not a whole lot left to, to say about this i mean obviously it's like the it is mean-spirited and not in the same kind of way as people who uh at, at least hold reverence for the holidays and um w you know where even this like claymation stuff came from you know parody parody used to be uh about poking fun at things but there was always still a bit of uh, of reverence for the thing or um at least understanding of the thing like even if you're like oh man christmas is so um corporatized and uh consumerist and and all of these things it's like you i think you can still kind of get behind certain aspects of it right family getting together um the season for giving um 
you know, if you are a Christian, it's uh, the time that you celebrate the birth of Jesus. But when you're Hollywood and everything now has to be uh, about sending the message and signaling to your people, you get stuff like this. You get an eight episode around four and a half hours of content of just this garbage that's no one wanted no one asked for um oh and and here's here's the best part and this tweet is in the uh the show notes uh after the show was getting downvoted into oblivion i wonder if it's still here oh it's still here seth hasn't deleted it yet this is what seth rogan wisely tweeted out he says we really pissed off tens of thousands of white supremacists with our new show which is now available on hbo max please read the responses to this tweet for confirmation so i'm just going to go down um people are posting tim pool uh the quartering says i've seen garbage television shows in my life heck at least 15 times i've seen garbage television shows but I'm not going to complain. I don't really see garbage television shows as extensions of myself. Though, one time a garbage television show left me a cool knife. Cope. Um, yeah, here's the stuff that's like 3%, um, which has now been taken down. Um, no. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know, wait. Yeah, these are what some of these are so weird down here. I don't know what's going on with this. Did he? Sorry, guys. Uh, I, anyway, he was trying to get across the point that all of the people who have um, who were replying in his comments were essentially white supremacists, and like I don't I don't know if he what he exactly he was looking for. Um, but this just goes into a lot of what. Joseph and I talk about when it comes to I mean it's just another example of these people in Hollywood who hate you right you're spending your money right your hard earned money in support of people who think that you're white supremacists and if you think that has anything to do with the actual color of your skin at this point you're sorely mistaken um I mean Seth Rogen's a turd uh I mean he the dude hasn't been in anything funny in a decade at least um you know and i think everyone always just kind of liked him because he played the stoner character uh it wasn't because they thought he was a good actor <laughs> uh you know what i mean i mean he's no kurt russell right um yeah i don't know i it's just more of this uh you know sometimes i i feel like we're repeating ourselves on this show but this is the reality of where entertainment is nowadays, where I guess you can still consider it mainstream entertainment. But I mean, at this point, we could start calling it corporate entertainment uh, because that's really what it is. And uh, people are starting to move away. Uh, I've uh, I've mentioned on the show before that people are moving towards alternative sources for content there. You know, they're not getting their news from CNN anymore. They're going to people like Tim Pool, even people like Kyle Kalinske. Um, the No Agenda show is where I get a majority of my news at this point because they cover so much. You know, it's something that we're trying to do too. really show just and most of what we're doing is just trying to show you guys how ridiculous all of this is. You know, it's like we're, we're talking about stuff that's happening in the culture, whether that's um, 
a political angle or whether it's an entertainment angle or a sports angle or whatever the case may be. Uh, but you're giving your money to these people and in so many ways they would almost rather you didn't. Uh, it's like, could you imagine walking into a sandwich shop, you take your sandwich and the guy's like, hey, thank you for coming in. Uh, watch out for all the hun- the the tens of thousands of white supremacists are all around you, right? Uh, you know, someone should look in on Seth Rogen because it really does seem like he's paranoid, right? And I, you know, I will still claim that I termed the, uh, or excuse me, that I coined the term ghost hunting, right? Because you have celebrities, you have what I would probably call Christian celebrities, the more popular uh, voices in uh, Protestant denominations generally. Um, You have politicians, all these people who are constantly going, oh, white supremacy, look at all the white supremacy around us. And everyone's looking around going, "Uh, what? And they go, yes, it's everywhere. It's real. And sometimes it's very sneaky and you can't see it immediately. And it reminds me of the people who Uh, The ghost hunting shows where people would go into an empty house and be like, oh, the spirits are here. I hear them. Oh, I can feel this. Um, It's a lot of that. And it's not it's not the reality of what's going on. The reality is that, to, to be honest, most people don't even have time now to think about those things they're working they're providing for their families they're trying to make lives for themselves um you know i i i don't it boggles my mind that uh people would think these things but as we've talked about so many times on the show it's because people live in a bubble or they live in a vacuum and they say all these things and when they say them they get a uh, response from people that are similar to them uh, confirming those things and no one's around challenging them or telling them no. I think this has been a massive problem in every uh, every area of our culture, right? We'll just say American culture, whether that's church, whether that's school, whether that's uh, your inter- the, the entertainment that you're consuming. Um, it's not going to stop and it's, it's coming from everywhere. And the answer is, is decentralization start making your own comics start uh if there's indie developers making games that aren't uh you know hanging pictures of stalin in their office or um you know people like seth rogan who who think that there are tens of thousands of white supremacists in america (laughs) it's insane it's absolutely insane um you know, there are a lot of churches now that are doing this stuff too. And you got to get to the the place where you're just like, maybe these things are not as important to my life as I thought they were. Right. You know, it's going to take time. Uh, television and movies will probably be the last hill to conquer as uh, independence, as people who are trying to create new media, create better media, decentralized media. Uh, because it's it's the hardest, right? You're talking about script writing. You're talking about really long hours. Um, you also have to have talent uh, in these areas. And sometimes that's a problem. Uh, sometimes, you know, people try really hard to, you know, be the next uh, George Lucas or the next Spielberg or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's just not right. Um, 
you know, some of that is money. Uh, but the true talent will always shine through. So, yeah, um, that's a lot of what is going on in the world right now in entertainment. Um, if you're interested in any of this stuff that we've talked about today, the uh, the links to everything will be in the show notes. Um, but I'm going to stop here because I got to go back and edit all of the bad language out of that trailer. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to episode this is 53 of the underground. Um, don't forget to download this episode. Don't forget to go to YouTube and to click on all of the likes and the subscribes and leave a comment on the videos. And uh, yeah, we just, we, it's, it's a lot of fun uh, when people are over there leaving comments and we get to, we get to interact with people through that method. Um, don't forget the value for value system. If you guys have any time, talent, or treasure that you are able to give to the show, it is all welcome. Uh, it will make this show better. It will make uh, both my life and Joseph's life just a little bit easier. Um, so any, any tiny morsel that anyone can give, um, you can find all of the links to that in the show notes with our direct me page. And uh, we will be back on Tuesday. I believe Joseph will be back. We've got a lot to talk about a lot of rona news we got to talk about the Gislaine maxwell case um and i'm sure there will oh we we have to talk about um uh conscientious objectors uh wanting to people not to get the poke because they want you dead because if you're dead things are better or something i don't know but we'll we'll be getting into all of that I'm, I'm giving you a terrible tease to what's coming in the future so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and until next time take it easy politics ruins everything Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you Warshack. Horsemen, horsemen, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and latch to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politics and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose And it's a beautiful thing too Uh Hold up Yeah, hey, hey. Looking at the technological advances I used to be on dial-up looking for answers Now what? Underappreciating was candid And 20 years later we got computers that hand fit Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe Used to go through a label if you trying to blow Now people got more options on the table, gotta post Social media, got us connected as ever on every medium Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this Communication is error and still the devious Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate Cause idiots get heebie-jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you Try to ruin your whole life, cause you say what they dislike God forbid y'all disagree without a fight The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up Jack, your trifle subject, your life would right if you give up that You're mad at nothing, not adding up when you're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated And now you pay it forward Let people make your blood boil Emotions firing like microwave foil Or the oil they annoy you You add another's neck for the wrong reasons Election years now seeming like full-blown seasons Man, 
broke. Your whole life, man, you gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors.